The photo booth world is made up of many different kinds of photo booth owners. The photo booth business for some, like me, is their main source of revenue, but there are many people out there who have photo booths as an add-on service. Today, I'm talking with Frank Salas, who is a veteran wedding photographer in LA and frequently shoots the most beautiful high-end weddings at the most luxurious LA venues like the Beverly Hills Hotel. Years ago, Frank added a photo booth to his business, and today he shares his three decades of business knowledge and what marketing techniques have worked for him in the past. My name is Catalina, and I run Modern Photo Booth Company, and you are tuned in to the Photo Booth Podcast. Thanks so much for being on the show with us today. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Perfect. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, why you started your business. Well, I mean, obviously, as I've mentioned um, to several people that, uh, you know, I'm a full-time professional photographer. Weddings, of course, has been my number one since day one. So for the last, gosh, I guess it's been, this makes me sound old, but for the last three decades, that's been my full-time career. And so um, I started just I, just in short, I mean, I started like everybody else, meaning uh, that was a hobby, right? You're in high school doing classes. And and uh, next thing you know, my first job was at a photography studio. So I kind of lucked out. I, I had no idea. I mean, it just happened to be a wedding photography studio. And uh, to sort of fast forward, I think I was employed four different uh, studios throughout my career in the beginning. I uh, went to school for photography formal education on it. So again, this is my whole world, but, um, but yeah, so I just, again, it just, it just kind of went to a, I guess I would say as a passion uh, for photography and it turned into a business, so to speak. I mean, of course I have other technical things, how I did it, but it just kind of snowballed to something I really enjoyed. And, and, you know, I think we always agree if we find something we like, you'll study it, right. You'll keep following it. So I just kind of, I call it luck and, um, but I just did everything I could. And so, I'm I'm happy to continue a wedding photography today. Wow. And I mean, you are very successful. You, you know, are one of the top photographers in California. You shot some pretty amazing weddings and you shoot at some of the most elite, you know, venues as well. Um, what is the secret to your success? Then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, how long do we have for this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, well, an hour? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, no, I mean, it, it, there's two, three, four different ways you can go with this. But I think the number one thing is your consistency uh, and your and your passion for pursuing this. I mean, once you start educating yourself, the first thing you're educating yourself, photography-wise, of course, is just, you know, how to take better pictures. You know, that's our passion. We go to conferences. We keep studying it. So, of course, that's the easy part, right? We constantly do that. But when you decide now, because I, I kind of, I say it was very fortunate to work for four different studios. So, you know, it's kind of the the original way of getting mentored, if you would. So I kind of feel I had a huge advantage. So when I decided to do my thing, it wasn't like blindly, you know. And, and, and back when I did it, of course, there was no such thing as internet. So, um, yeah, I know it sounds weird, right? There's no, there was no internet. So you have like film cameras back of then. Course, yeah, film cameras. But, <laughs> yeah, but nice. the, but the thing was, it was about the marketing part, I guess. Is so uh, when I do, um, uh, uh, seminars on that, you know, it's interesting how the traditional marketing is carried over to, um, to today. 
Uh, and I feel that entrepreneurs today have it way easier because, you know, I, I spend so much money on uh, magazine ads, yellow pages, printed materials. These things were a little different approach. And so I've had to kind of change over to today's type of uh, uh, advertising and so on. So I think that entrepreneurs today have it much easier. Uh, I think it's hard and it's always going to be hard, but it's much easier. So I always encourage people to when they're starting their businesses to don't give up. Because, you know, you're either going to work hard for yourself or you're going to get a job and work hard for somebody else, right? So there really is nothing easy. And so one other point I always remember um, and, and share is that, you know, again, if you go get a job for somebody else and you're going to market for them, advertise for them, promote for them, you know, you could have done that for yourself, but at least you enjoy doing it for yourself, right? You're building your career. So I always suggest just a, a tip is to keep doing it. Don't get discouraged because if you love it, you can only get better at it because you're you're willing to train yourself. So it's, it's definitely a fun journey. Again, and we're very fortunate, any of us who are both doing photo booths and we love that photography, any of your careers, you're very fortunate because you're doing something you love and you're not in, stuck in a corporate job that um, you're not too happy with. So I'm definitely very, very lucky. That's great. Um, and you said that you had, you know, had to go through all these different marketing strategies going through your business and like building up your business. Is there one that in, in particular is your favorite marketing strategy that you've, you know, found has been um, beneficial to date or maybe maybe right now during COVID, something that, you know, is yeah. really propelled your business? Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because it's in 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 marketing and advertising, so on. I mean, we all search for that perfect thing, right? That's going to propel our business to the end. But, um, you know, if, if when you, again, going back when we talked about you, you were a photographer or you're a photo booth owner and you've got your equipment, you're excited and ready to go. But when the minute you open your doors, you know, there's this thing called promoting and marketing involved now. Now you, you now have a separate set of things you need to do that was different. So a lot of times when we're marketing, you know, we're kind of a lot of us don't have that maybe that nature naturally for us to go out and and socialize and network and so on. But for me, you know, that's paid dividends because you have to put that away as far as ego and go out and network with people and and do it on a consistent basis. So I, I've always and I, and I have two things for you here, but I've always done that consistency all year. I'm always networking with whether it's your your uh, fellow vendors, your uh, your again in the wedding business, whether it's the florists, the caterers. You're always doing something for them, and I think the photo booth people having a big advantage because anytime they have a function, you know, and you're just starting out from scratch, you know, you're able to offer your services maybe at a, at a lower to or to a free service to get your name out there. So we've always maintained that first networking relationship with people in person, number one. And of course, number two, you know, I've actually sent out um, emails to my current um, vendors and had nothing to do with them sending me anything. It was just, I literally messaged them and just asking everybody, which was sincere, how they were doing right now. And so mm -hmm. I messaged all, all the people I could remember on my list. And just all I was a simple email just saying, how are you guys doing? Are you hanging in there? Uh, if you need anything, let me know. I know we're all in the same situation, but you know, just there's just that relationship I've built. So, but uh, if there was a secret to this, it's that you have to do it on a consistent basis. If you go to, a, let's say, a networking event once a year, that doesn't work. You know, they're they're gonna there's somebody yeah. else that's more eager that just had a had, oh starting their business is more excited and they'll and no matter how great you are, right? 
they won't remember you because you're only there once a year. Mm -hmm. So during this COVID, I've been reaching out just to see how people are doing. I mean, we're all, again, all in the same boat. I don't have like a magic answer, like do this, do that. But I do think there's things that we could do to prepare. I think there's a list of things to do to prepare for us to get ready for this, to to get going and and not be discouraged because it's. I, I'm excited. I, I think there's going to be some great things happening and people are ready to uh, to celebrate again. Mm -hmm. So you're shooting right now, though, right? Yeah, we're still photographing and, and small things, as you know, we kind of talked about earlier, meaning, uh, you know, we've heard of these micro weddings taking place. Uh, the wedding I have tomorrow um, locally here mm -hmm. is just with the bride and groom, uh, the officiant, myself, a video team. Uh, and that's it. I mean, that was their choice. I mean, this, this couple tomorrow, just Wednesday, was scheduled to be married, on, on, I think, in Hawaii twice this year that's scheduled during this COVID. And so... They were out for that. So I've, of course, had to make a separate pricing, you know, and make this so that mm -hmm. you're not just saying, hey, we're only going to sell this certain package. So I've had to have certain um, packages built just for this coverage. Um, next weekend event, um, same thing. This couple uh, had a wedding scheduled for uh, um, a uh, restaurant that hosts these about 100, 150 guests and they moved it to their parents' house. So same thing. We've had to just kind of adapt to um, offering them smaller options if, if just for now to get that going but it's we're still doing it mm -hmm. right now we're still letting everybody know we've we accommodate that and of course following all the cdc guidelines you know you check in with your hotels and your coordinators usually they've already implemented some type of things that are needed for us to do that so you know as long as you follow those guidelines and and, and accommodate it because it's pretty fragile i think your client right now is very fragile which we can talk about here in a yeah. few minutes, how we're approaching that. But there's, uh, you know, I've had a men contracts and so on that just to, to make them feel confident, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, so question for you that uh, obviously to kind of answer this for, I'm sure some people yeah. listening right now with these weddings being so small, like are people even interested in the photo booth upgrade or just literally just photography? Well, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I think that's what Brandon and I were talking about was that, you know, what's, what's the world of the photo booth? So, you know, I guess right now, some future events, I just mentioned to him that we just booked this large wedding for New Year's Eve that, um, you know, the couple still want to celebrate. They still want a photo booth. They still want, obviously, we're doing the pictures for them. So I think at every state, I guess, you know, again, it's uh, I'm hearing a lot of these states are kind of similar. Some are opening up earlier, some are not. I mean, as you all know, day to day, you know, we're watching the news, wondering what's going on. So, but I, I think that right now, couples that are booking, I would say from events still are scheduled for us from August, September, October, that maybe already have a booth schedule already, or we're still, you know, on hold with that, meaning we're still going to do that. I think we probably talked about maybe no props for right now, you know, something to just kind of keep it a hands, hands free. For, for guests so they mm -hmm. feel confident. So couples are still asking for it. And so I haven't done one yet. I, I think our first one will be scheduled probably not till August. And so we're, I guess we're all waiting to hear uh, if the hotels have any guidelines. You know, we've set it up on our end so that we make them feel confident that, yes, we'll, we'll put it on display. It'll be able to use it. We'll have attendant, they can wear a mask. Nobody has to touch anything. There'll be no props at the, as of this point. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, so I, no one has ever turned it down. The hotels are pretty receptive to that, um, dancing and so on. I think that's, I think they're kind of still up in the air, whether the DJs are going to be able to have dancing, you know, grouping. So their hotels are still on limbo when that will be it. But I think couples are still hopeful that they can at least 
get the ball rolling, book all their their uh, vendors, and then in time we'll we'll all figure that out at that point, you know. Yeah. So here in Canada, Touchy. you just reminded me of something. Oh uh, yeah. Um, we actually aren't allowed to have loud music at our ceremonies oh, right wow. now because wow. they don't want people. And I'm sorry for people who hate this word. They don't want people speaking moistly. <laughs> so they have to like raise Good their point. voice and talk loud. Yeah. If you follow Canadian yeah. politics, our, our prime minister yeah. said something funny once about that. But Yikes. it's things you don't think about, right? Like yeah. speaking yeah. too close because the music's too loud. So, but yeah, I'm but glad it, that you yeah. guys have been able to adjust for that. Yeah. And it's funny because I was talking to a, a DJ and the uh, same thing. I said, are you guys going to put like one of those plastic, like, um, clear plexiglass in front of you because you know when they talk to them at night and request like songs mm -hmm. you know they're kind of like getting like maybe spit it at kind of right when they're requesting a song it's so loud like hey can you play whatever that song is so i'm thinking yeah. you guys gonna have to wear like a shield or a mask or something but um you know that <laughs> probably that'll, probably that'll be kind of interesting you know for that mm -hmm. so you mentioned before um about wanting to talk about how you're you're marketing things right now like um tell me more about this i'm super intrigued <laughs> yeah well here's the thing too that that i think the number one thing that i'm just again we're doing this day to day is it, with any of our clients whether it's the wedding photography and the photo booth is i think it's boiling down to the the uncertainty that you're dealing with right now with the client is really the bottom line right what's happening the the your client which is a bride and groom um, certainly we can talk about corporate stuff, which is different, but corporates obviously aren't booking anything yet, right? Because they're still waiting to see when hotels will allow their conferences. So that, that's kind of on hold there still. But for your bride and groom, you know, their number one thing is uncertainty, right? So when they go to a venue, that's the first place they're going to visit, right? So which means that this, these, these locations should be your best friends because that's where they're starting. If you're asking where these couples are going, they're going to your venues, right? That's the first thing they book before anything gets started is the location, right? Might be a church, mm -hmm. but certainly that reception hall, that's your key thing. So hint, hint, that's that's where they're starting, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So, but the, it's the uncertainty right now that's happening, right? Because, you know, the hotels are having to kind of walk on eggshells, you know, waiting for reports, how many people they can have. Um, then, of course, eventually once they get through that, then they're going to trickle down to us, right? So what I've had to do now, my communication is probably what's being changed because obviously we're still getting slowly getting inquiries, right? Slowly. But what they want to hear from us, which is, you know, something that has been also difficult for photographers is that, you know, uh, what happens if we cancel or what happens if we postpone? So I've put on my contract, you know, had updated it for the enlisting in, in uh, a line item for COVID-19 and it simply states something to would say to them that in the case uh, any case that this event has to be postponed or canceled due to COVID-19 you know our parameters are this and so I'm willing to a up to three weeks before the event I'm willing to give them a full refund which at that point is still a deposit for me mm -hmm. so I've taken a deposit to reserve the event and I'm willing to give them a, a deposit in full up to three weeks before that event. So I'll say, look, you you won't lose your, your monies. And certainly the second thing is that if you do have to postpone it, because right now the other thing we're hearing is couples want to do, and maybe in your area you see that too, couples want to do maybe uh, like a, like this we're doing this weekend, this uh, Friday, they want to do a ceremony only because they're going to do the reception later. 
So they're asking me, are we going to be able to split that? If they're booking the packages, how is that going to affect the price? So I think if you create a guideline like I have, meaning I've said that, yes, we'll move it at no charge. There won't be any fees because you keep hearing, right, debates on, on groups and so on. People, How do you handle all that? You know, I want to mm-hmm. keep my clients and I want to keep them happy. And, you know, we try to give 100% service for them. So I, you have to build confidence or they're not going to give you a deposit. They're not going to book because of that uncertainty. So yeah. that's what we've done. Everything gone out of our way to say that, look, if you book your, our services with us, you know, we'll guarantee you're guaranteed. We, we got you covered. You're not going to lose your money. Um, and, and for that reason alone, they're like, okay, great. We feel confident in that. So I put a time limit, maybe around three weeks before, mm-hmm. hoping by three weeks before, if another outbreak comes or something, you know, hopefully we'd know at that point. But, um, yeah. you know, that's what I'm doing now. I, I, you know, I do wedding photography as well. So certainly we've taken a deposit for that. We're going to move it for them as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's tough. We, we all got panicked because when this started, we're like, oh my God, what everybody calls us for their deposits, right? So I just simply told them, all my clients that we would move it for them. And so mm-hmm. I've had I've had to give zero refunds, not knock on wood so far. And then people have been able to move. Some our couples are on hold. I think I have a handful that are on hold because again, they're still waiting. But I think mm-hmm. that um, if you implement that in your contract and your communication, and I even have that on, on an email that goes out, any service that are booked and you're uncertain your dates, ask us about details because we'll gladly move the event without penalty. And I think that's allowed us now that people are willing to leave us deposits and, and, and confirm their dates. And then this way you're not left out of them still uncertain because, you know, think about yourself. Who wants to leave a deposit if not knowing that date's going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very uncertain every yeah. single day, literally yeah. a new story, new, yes. new update that you have to follow and new procedures for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think that's been the, if, if for us to start our business and to open it, you know, you, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of been unorthodox for us. Most of us said, you know, it's no way, you know, we, we're not going to give the deposit back. We were held your day. You want to fight that. But I think if you open up and you help these people and you solve this uncertainty, this problem that they're having, you know, there's no reason why they wouldn't leave you a deposit and book your services because you're you're guaranteeing that for them, right? So I don't know how long this will last. I don't know how long we'll, we'll honor this, so on. But I mean, I'm pretty confident that we have enough business that, you know, if I can get clients to feel comfortable f- with me, I think that pays dividends. And our properties will know that too. We, we are very lucky that we're a preferred photographer at um, almost all the five-star hotels in my area. So we get that stellar service. I mean, that's, you know, when someone says, what do you do to, to market? Well, that's part of it because you have to give what's considered stellar service. And that's really, you know, you're, you, we'd go out of our way. You go 150% away for your client. And regardless, we don't ask questions. We, we do it. If they have something they need done, we do it. We, we don't sit here and fence with our clientele and, and, and try to be right. So these are some of the things that are secrets that, you know, if you want to start working to higher events and uh, more expensive events, you know, you have to have a bulletproof system that says, look, we're, we're guaranteeing that whatever happens to you, we, we've got your back. You know, we're going to follow you. We're, we're going to take care of your event. And who wouldn't who wouldn't say yes to that? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing that they they can <laughs> say at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, you've addressed everything. And, uh, you know, that's the same theory that we go with yeah. ourselves here we've we've done the same thing moved all of our yeah. our weddings and and we awesome. only refunded one 
and yeah, uh, yeah. it was supposed right. to happen the, the weekend that we shut down, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, yeah, I felt really tough. bad for her. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. These people are people, right? Like, this I is know. once in a lifetime day. Yeah. You can only have one first wedding, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I was cringing. I mean, because I, I realized this is new for all of us, and, and, and there's no, not a magic thing that we can just flip a switch, but I just kept reading on forums and groups and just people just just getting all upset about what's going to happen with this thing. But, you know, I, I see on social media, which is another thing that catches my attention, that another tip for your marketing, major, major tip. And, and I think I mentioned to you, I'm pretty low key with with publicly speaking on a lot of things. But, you know, you also have the the your your public appearance on Facebook, Instagram, you know, really has to be, again, 150 percent positive that comes out of there. You know, you have your your you have your uh, fellow catering people, heads of hotels, all these people watching you, and you go on rants. You know, you you disagree with certain things. So I don't know. I mean, I hate to to be the bearer of bad news for you, man. But you know, in my opinion, that's not a good way to brand your company because now that's the energy you're putting out, and uh, and people recognize that. And uh, and so the key thing for me and a little funny tip here is that when I post for Facebook or Instagram, here's a huge tip for me. I don't cater to photographers or photo booth people in my industry, right? I don't, I don't post for that. You know, I'd love to talk about the latest cameras and what settings I use and how many workshops I'm going to do next year for you. I'm going to sell you presets. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not making fun of that at all. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. But it just lets you know that that's the energy I put out are for brides and grooms and corporate people looking for professional services. Mm -hmm. And we also want to be, I used that word earlier, bulletproof, where that when they look at your brand, you know, you're a positive energy coming out and not me debating whether or not certain things should have happened right or wrong. So mm -hmm. I know that's personal preference, but that's just the mantra I've stayed with is I keep everything neutral. I think. We kind of touched touched on that because these corporate people that you work for, we have friends that work with Disneyland, you know, and you learn from their seminars, they have certain platforms that they talk to their employees about. And when you go through a corporate training, which I've gone through a corporate, I've worked for a big photography studio before with corporate training. This is what they teach you is that that's why you hear people that get out in public and do rants in public and get fired because even though you're not, you didn't do something bad on the job, but you did something bad off the job. That's because yeah, yeah. The, the, you're representing your company 100% mm -hmm. of the time. So I don't know. That's just the way I've always done that, whether it was the way you dressed, the way you posted stuff online, the way you present, you go to the grocery store, you got to be kind to people, whatever you're doing. That's just, I don't know. It's just for me, I've just learned that from, from some of these uh, past experiences. And it plays a role because then now you're a positive light in your community and people want to be a part of that. And they'll remember the rant that you went on that you didn't like something. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Um, yep. And some people <laughs> no, do I great. Agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people do great by putting all their personal life on there. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I, that's just how I've been able to, to link, link up with top companies because they wanted you to be solid and a reputation because if they're suggesting you to their clientele, they want to make sure that you're representing them well right so that's just kind of one of my major tips there for everybody 
Yeah. And that's a great one because I think especially going forward, I mean, with everything that happened over the past month, you know, we've seen a lot of come out of not even people's behaviors themselves, but even the people they associate themselves with. Right. And that's really caused a lot of friction for people. Yeah. Um, and had big companies have cut ties with a lot of people based yeah. on that. So yeah, I think tough. going forward, it's going to be way more prevalent that companies are going to be, you know, looking at your yeah. company profile to see whether or not you're a good fit and yeah. making sure that they're digging to see if there's there anything back there that might show up. So I yeah. think that's a really, really strong point to be making yeah. um, for anyone who's listening right now. <laughs> uh, so all right. One thing that I always love asking people, what is one thing you wish you knew starting out that you would tell your younger self right now? Yeah, yeah. probably a lot of things. But um, I think going back to because, you know, everybody's trying to start a business. So it may not be a necessary personal thing you'd probably do. It'd probably be more something to help you get going in your business is that, you know, again, to refer back to what I said when I started was everything was uh you know, advertisement, whether it was a print media or magazines, which was fine. That was the thing at the time. But I think that, as I mentioned earlier, I kind of touched on that was that, you know, when, when you're, if you're not used to networking with people, you know, you're kind of shy and, and, you know, you're like, wow, I don't know. I'm kind of intimidated if I go, because you're looking at, at that time, I couldn't look at other people's work. And so now it's kind of, you're engrossed in more uh, social media where you can see everybody. So you're a little more intimidated by looking at social networking and what they're doing and comparing yourself to them. So you got a little more pressure on yourself now. Right. But, you know, I say, you know, you have to be, you know, free for that. You, you have to be able to go out and meet with people. And especially like if you're a photo booth owner, you know, I have to say photo booth, in my opinion, is 10 times easier to start a business than being a photographer, because we have, an option for you. And it, it could be equal, but I just, I see it as when I added to my business, I saw it easy, right? So if I can add these two things for you as a photographer, it was already easy for me because obviously I have a clientele base. So for me to offer that was natural. So I think that, you know, it's kind of easy. So that was uh, appreciated that part for myself. So when I reached out to photo booth supply company, you know, it was like a no brainer. I mean, literally I said, you know what, why wouldn't I do this? I mean, the legacy came out I said I have to have it. Um, the client's already booking a photo booth. I mean, it's probably about the f- most fun thing you're going to do at a wedding to this day. I mean, who wouldn't want to book a photo booth? And I'm not saying that because, I mean, I paid for my own booth, so I, I know I invested in that because I knew it was a no-brainer. And mm-hmm. so, but when you're starting out and going back to when I would start out, you know, with photo booth, um, especially with the new salsa being more compact, easier to get around, you know, I would have started, I would love to at that time, whether, and you heard this before, so a lot of these things are new, but, you know, join these type of business groups in your community, right? I mean, right now, of course, we're joining, I'm a wedding, but I'm joining wedding groups uh, where there's coordinator and catering event groups. Same with that. I would have definitely went out there publicly and joined as many of these groups as possible. If I owned two, three booths or just one booth, the next day I'd go to my chambers of commerce and spend two, three hundred bucks and be a member. And I can guarantee you within a month, you're going to start booking stuff. And so I would go to them say, Hey guys, I'm a, I'm a new in your community. I want to support you guys. Um, and so, and I would meet various businesses and, and, and depending on the type of business, let's say I corporate stuff is probably, by the way, the best pain of the booth I feel. So <laughs> if you find a, 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 whether it's a, 
hair salon or bigger companies actually where it's a comp types of companies offer to do their party or their event or some type of uh, employee uh, luncheon offer to bring in the salsa put your booth in there offer a one hour no charge and you'll see that once you start building it because you know you're starting out so you need to build it so i would go out there and offer a, a no charge a one hour events for them for all these different companies because my my personal uh, revenue i make sometimes double the amount of that i would at a wedding for it so that's my top paying client for my booth is a corporate because they're willing to pay more for it. You're not battling with the uh, disc jockeys and third-party people who bring it out as an add-on so that you have less competition there. So uh, that's probably what I, in the beginning, what I would have done. I would start reaching out more and because it doesn't really cost you much. I mean, you're not having to put ads in magazines. You have, of course, you still maintain all your social media. Of course, I didn't have that in my time, but I would encourage you to to do, go out, hit the hit the pavement, visit these people remember you got hotels but i did different businesses you don't have to just wait for a bride i mean the corporate are going to pay way more and you just have to give away i mean what does it cost you to give away an hour booth at certain places you do that at, at a chambers of commerce some business mixers you do that as a member but i will tell you one major major secret to this okay here's and, I, and this is proven because i've helped other people do this if you join these groups, here's what you need to do. This is, I, I can't tell how important this is. Just don't go join once and go one month. Okay. If you just go one month, you do it one time, it, this thing doesn't work. I know in the beginning, you're starting, you're kind of shy. You know, you don't want to be, you know, visiting with people because they're going to say no to you. You have to do the go all year long. I, I mean, I, I, I go to all my events all year long, unless obviously, which they rarely are on a weekend because we're, we're busy photographing. But the tip to going out and networking to these events, I recommend you go every single meeting that they have all year long because then you become the household name. Mm -hmm. And you're ready for this. Even the person that you looked up to in that area that you said, oh, my God, I'll never be as good as them or uh, I'll never, they're so busy, they're so big. Well, guess what? Eventually, you know, unless they're, unless something happens, you know, they're going to fizzle out probably one day because the person that keeps getting the business is the one that doesn't stop, right? So all these years that I've, people ask me, you want to know my secret to how I keep busy? I still go to these things. I still do trade shows, bridal shows, events. I'm at all these mixers. So, you know, I keep saying, you know, you're going to have to take me out because I'm still going. <laughs> I'm still going. I'm, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, you you want it, you got to come get it. You know, you got to, you know, and, and lastly about that, don't be intimidated where you, this is in business, you're getting intimidated because you see, especially in social media kills us because we just get so jealous and we say, you know what, go for being second or third place. You know what I mean? So if I meet a new coordinator, a venue, so on, you know what, I want to be your third or fourth person in line. How about that? You know, yeah. don't feel like you're trying to replace somebody, you know, be awesome at your what you're doing. But you know what? I want to be your second or third place. You may not have to say those words, but that's what I'm going for. If I can be your second or third or fourth on that list, I love that. That's what I want. I want to be there. You're going to see me and I'm going to build confidence that I'm there and you like what our whole presentation we're doing. But um, but you got to do stuff for everybody else. And that's why I said earlier, if you're going to give out these events, you know, bottom line is you have to go out. And let them know what can you do for them because the minute you pass out cards and say call me because I'm the best photo booth guy, you know they're just gonna throw in the trash because they're like wait a minute I don't even know this person, 
So you got to mm-hmm. create a relationship with them, be their friends first. You're there all year long. You're going to, I promise you, by the end of the year, you're going to be their best friends. And they're going to say, by the way, yeah, you do do photo booth, don't you? Darn it. We need to work <laughs> together more often. I get that all the time. Oh, you do photography, right? We need to work together more often. Yes, I do. Oh, because I, I do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you just have, you have to put in work. Like I said I, earlier, if I said earlier, if you're not going to put work for yourself, you're going to go get a job and you're going to put work for somebody else's dream. And I didn't mm-hmm. invent that saying, but that's what you've heard. So you might as well work hard for yourself because you're going to make more money and and be more successful. So I don't know. It's exciting for me. I've been doing all these years. And and uh, again, this this photo booth has been, and I can't wait for it to start again. I mean, I, I think we have positive approaches that we're working on for that. And I, and I think I can't wait um, to get on and, and do more of that, you know? Yeah, no, it's so much information that you've given us and, uh, you know, lots of great tidbits and so many secrets that you shared with us. I really appreciate all the information, uh, that you've given us today. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Any last words or anything? Would you like to, uh, drop your Instagram (laughs) handle for us maybe so we can check you out? Yeah, of course. Of course you gotta put that shameless plug, but no, if you want to follow up our wedding photography, we're at, uh, at Frank Solace. And so you can kind of join that and see what we do there. And, um, but yeah, it's been, I, I'm very excited and, and I can't wait to, um, you know, add uh, additional booths this year for, for that, especially I think the salsa is probably a no brainer because I think it's going to work for those of us that want to add these, uh, extra events. I'm still going to try to offer some free events for couples and, and necessarily like for companies, I should say as well. Um, mm-hmm. just to get, get your name out there. I mean, it's like a no brainer. You're not having to pay. 5,000 for a magazine ad or whatever. I mean, I, I keep saying entrepreneurs today have a way easier. You just have mm-hmm. to get out of underneath a rock and just get out there and be not, and do, be yourself. You know, I mean, you have your own personality, just be yourself. But I, I, I love the uh, photo booth concept and um, I can't envision it without our company. I think it's been a great investment and, um, you know, look forward to helping other fellow booth uh, people in the future and maybe in a future seminar, we can talk more about how to, plan their businesses and, and make them succeed. Cause I really think it's, it's, it's a, a great business. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, and, my pleasure. Uh, we'll <laughs> okay. Thanks. I know personally that during COVID, I've been able to network much more with wedding industry people just due to the number of Zoom meetings that are happening. It makes it so much easier to attend these things. We've already built strong relationships and I know they'll pay off in the future, but some have already started sending me referrals for 2021. The power of networking is incredible. So join the Zoom meetings and start getting to know planners and venues in your area. Referrals really are the best way to go. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Photo Booth Podcast and you want me to make more content like this, please consider subscribing. Similar to how we always ask our clients to leave us reviews, I would really love it if you could take a couple of minutes to leave me one as well. Don't forget sharing is caring. So if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this, please pass it along and we will see you on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,